Texas. You know we got this right. But I had to bring on a man that I literally needed at one point of my life after this breakup. And I was like, yo, Justin's like my brother. So it's only fitting that the first man on the podcast is my brother, Justin Davis. Welcome to Girl We Got This. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. I'm so damn excited. First of all, ladies, let me tell you a bit about this man. Yeah. He's a model. Go to his Instagram right now, Justin Davis. Actually, no, it's Mr. Just Davis. <laughs> yeah, Mr. I Just Davis. I always do that. Really? I always put Just, and I'm like, no, it's Mr. Yeah, maybe because yours is proper. Yeah. Letitia, yeah. that role. <laughs> but you're the Mr., so I get it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a model, and he's the host of this new incredible podcast, Who Can Relate, which I'm yeah. so stoked about. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's actually dropping right now. Yes, it's it's live. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Where can is, they check uh, it out? Yeah, so YouTube, um, which is uh, Just Davis 88. Um, and then Apple, Spotify, um, all the podcast platforms. Sorry, it's, it's, it's weird for me to, t- to talk about it because um, it's so new to me. Yeah. And, and that's why this was so cool because, you know, you are the catalyst as, as mm. to why I got, you know, um, started in this podcast game. You yeah. let me shadow you. Hell yeah. You know, I, I got to watch you in action, watch you live. And, and I had this feeling of like, man, like I want to do this, you know, and, and you were like the perfect person to shadow with it. So again, it's, it's, it's weird you. for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird for me to like shout out my, my stuff. But can I, can I, <laughs> can we change this word weird? Cause I've been doing sure. this for myself. Like it's actually not weird. It's just yeah. something new for us. It's fucking beautiful what you're creating. Thank you. So like we say weird and crazy cause we're actually uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's actually beautiful. Like it's such a yeah. beautiful feeling like creating yeah. this baby of yours. I know how much it means to you. Yeah. Who can relate is going to be so powerful. I'm on the episode that he's going to drop today. Yeah. And then he has this beautiful episode with his wife and his daughter. Yeah, um, yeah. You guys can go check that out actually right now. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, so so the 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 show is about um, people discovering their higher self yes. through adversity. We all go through it. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability, we should go through it more. Yeah. <laughs> and then self love, we definitely should go through yes. that more. You know, my my whole thing is is like everybody's going through something in life, but nobody wants to talk about it mm-hmm. until you hear yes. someone else talking about it yeah. first. I would like to be that bridge <laughs> for for a lot of people. You know and. And it's funny because I, I was always that bridge for my friends and family, you know, like, JD, I'm going through this. What do you think? What do mm. you think? And it was natural for me. I just love helping people, right. period. Right. I don't want anything from you. I just want to help you. Right. Um, and, and it's always coming from, and you'll see on the show, it's always coming from, you know, my heart. It, it's, it's not coming from, I'm not an expert in any field, but I have definitely failed time and time and yes. time again. I'm sure we'll find out today. And, and, you know, instead of taking those, um, at the time I thought losses, I mm-hmm. put them into lessons mm-hmm. and I just made sure that I did everything I could to not make those same mistakes yeah. five times. It's <laughs> called life. It's called life. For sure. Right. Yeah, like this absolutely. is the game of life that we're playing. And yeah. I think it's so beautiful. Who can relate? We all need someone to relate. And I yeah. feel like the times that we're in right now, Justin, there's not a better time than to drop this powerful yeah. platform that you're creating. So thank you. It's just lady ah, i appreciate it man look he's I, a gift he's a gift and i'm telling you our episode is fire like yeah. i'm really oh, excited man. about our episodes and mind you guys i gotta tell you it was right when i had my last breakup yeah. and i actually <laughs> right. had called justin when i had broken up with him and i was like so confused and distraught and like yeah. he put me on and i was like <laughs> yo i needed that i needed that so we talk a lot about that on the podcast yeah but i want to rewind a bit sure. i want to tell the audience everybody listening and watching yeah. how we met 
Sure. Because I think that was such a pivotal moment for me personally in my life. So mm-hmm. Justin mm-hmm. and I both model and we met on a shoot. What was it for the Marriott or some hotel in some, Colorado? Some hotel. Yeah. Like Denver. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. We were in Denver and um, he was my partner. We were shooting together and we just clicked. Like we could just, we just started yeah. talking like mm-hmm. fluently. I was like, I, I was like, I knew this guy from another lifetime. <laughs> and like we yeah. started talking about the podcast and life. Yeah. And yeah. Told me about his wife and yeah. they were getting engaged. Like the whole thing. And I oh, was just Oh, wow. Like, I wasn't even engaged No. Yet? Whoa. You were planning it. I saw the whole plan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was such a beautiful moment for me because yeah. in that moment, I was like, this man loves his wife. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. Like this man loves this woman, Shay, who's on her, sh- uh, literally on his shirt. Yeah. Shay, shout out to Shay though. Can shout we shout out, out to, to Shay? For the sure, beautiful, of course. cool ass, smart yeah. woman. Yeah. He literally was like so in love with her. And mm-hmm. I was, in my head, I was like, wow, I have never met a man in my adult life in my 30s that was like devoted to his wife. Yeah. But in a sense, he wore her on her shirt with so much pride. <laughs> first and foremost, he showed yeah. me like the things that he did for her birthday with the fly. super oh, romantic, right. like the sweet love. And I was like, yeah. for me as a woman, mm-hmm. when I meet like models or attractive men, it, they always have ulterior motives. Yeah. And with you and I, it was like friendship from the jump. And there was mm-hmm. never any, I never felt any type of way. So yeah. like, a lot of women, my friends and I talk about this and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, there are men. And I was like, and there are black men that respect <laughs> you too. Yeah, totally. You know, so I want to say thank you because you gave mm-hmm. me hope for men that I can mm-hmm. actually have friends. I have a best friend, Philip, but that's from high school. Yeah. So having male friends as adults, mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a interesting world dynamic. Yeah. It, it's, well, it's, it's a funny subject, you know, like the whole friends of the opposite sex yeah. thing, you know, but it, it's all to me, it comes down to communication. Yes. Not only communication with that friend of the opposite sex, but communication with your partner yes. about having friends of the opposite sex. Yes. Now, my wife and I have a rule um, that works for us, mm-hmm. and it's just simply you can have friends of the opposite sex, but under they, they can't. You, you have to stay within the realm of these two conditions. One mm-hmm. is you can't have any type of sexual relationship yeah. with them in the past. That's yes. number one. Number two is, and we're still trying to work this out. But number <laughs> number two is. Um, it's strange to have a new friend of the opposite sex. Yeah. Okay. So like if I'm on a photo shoot. Right. Right. Like, and that was, that was interesting. This is perfect. Yeah. Cause I remember I was like, you know, called her on my way to the hotel or whatever, you know, I'm like, babe, I met this really cool girl, mm-hmm. Tisha, and then blah, blah, blah. And you know, we have a, we have a good relationship and it's a very, again, open communication relationship. So, you know, I tell her everything vice versa. And I think if I were to ask her, you know, I think there was a vibe that I had and an energy I had when speaking about you, mm-hmm. you know, it was mm-hmm. very, very open and very like, man, and, and she's an actress and I, you know, I'm trying to get signed with a commercial agent. Mm-hmm. And I think she was like, okay, cool. And then I will say this on her behalf because she told me this about you. It was when you had kind of reached out to her, like mm-hmm. you followed her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh my God, you're so yeah. beautiful. I just work with JD, but yeah. Justin, blah, blah, blah. And that said, a lot to her that sent her a certain message right because there's a lot of women you know that there are men that you would meet and women that i would meet right. that wouldn't maybe do that you know what i'm That's saying true so that helped out a lot so again that that whole the, the the two rules are you can't have any type of sexual relationship with that friend and then also like a new friend it's got to be under certain guidelines mm. you know so yes. um I yeah. think it's all about respect you guys have this totally. really beautiful relationship that we're yeah. going to dive into but it's respect and like yeah. I felt that respect from jump and I, like it was just this cool, easy, like I was yeah. like, Justin's dope. 
And yeah. we actually recorded this really cool ass, like, <laughs> I don't even know, like we were just on talking about life yeah. and we just hit record. Yeah. I'm going to drop it. Um, mm-hmm. You guys actually can see it on my personal Instagram right now. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just cool to be able to meet humans mm. that have no ulterior motive, that are kind. Because, ladies, I want you to know that there are men out there. There is hope. That respect you. There's a lot of hope yeah. in this world. Chivalry is not dead. It's I, not. I want to. I'm like a big advocate about that. Because <laughs> I. I mean, so also more piece of the context. I have a daughter. Yes. You know, who's 12, so she's a little woman. And so for me, it's always been, am I going to be the man I want my daughter to date, mm. let alone marry? Mm. So I've always had it at the forefront. And um, I'm also from Chicago, so it's, it's, they raise men different yeah, out tell, there. Tell us about the, the Midwest, because I don't the, know about the you Midwest. You know what I'm saying? Where are you from, Justin? Yes, yeah, so born and raised in Chicago. Yep. The Midwest is, um, is, is very similar to like the South. Okay. In the sense of, if you don't have kids and or married before you're 30, you are either something's wrong with you or they have pity and sympathy for you. Wow. Oh, it's okay, honey. Don't worry. He's yeah. out there. Or it's okay, man. You'll be. And I'm like, <laughs> but I want to be single. You know, not me. Yeah. But um, a lot of <laughs> single people in Chicago and the Midwest like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole different um, way you're conditioned as a kid. Mm. So for me, I also come from a broken home. So, you know, single mom raised me. Um, I have siblings, but they're half and they're older. So I was, you know single child only child by single mom and and I really raised myself so I was alone a lot Mm. and I remember thinking growing up like being envious of my friends who had the stay-at-home mom and dad you know and I'm like man like I wish I could have that family dinner time thing Mm -hmm. because I only got it on tv I never had it you know so I've been yearning for that since I was like six funny enough when I meet my wife, which is albeit Instagram, again, there is hope out there. Like, there's, there's chivalry's not dead. You can meet a person on social media. Don't worry. <laughs> it's coming. Um, but yeah, so when we met, the very first conversation we ever had was six hours long. Wow. It was 10 o'clock in Chicago. We talked till 4 a.m. my time. Wow. She was in L.A. And we talked about everything. Okay, let's rewind. So who slid into whose DM? Yeah. This is the, this is the meeting of the sexes on Instagram, guys. Sure. How did it happen? Funny enough, we had no mutual friends. So I had been following this guy who ended up being um, her best girlfriend's husband. Okay. I didn't know him at all. Yeah. Never met him before. He had a cool page that I started following mm-hmm. him. And he posted a group picture on Easter 2017. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's that? You know, I zoom in. <laughs> yeah. I, I click her page. Zoom. You know what I I'm feel saying? That. Uh, men do that too, by the way. <laughs> we, we zoom in. Uh, and, and I remember... We, uh, I remember I was like, okay, she's private. Let me request her. And, and I had a busy day that day. So it was mm. early in the morning and I had forgotten about her. And actually, I guess it was like a couple of days that went by cause I got a message. I got a DM from her. So she's Ooh. technically sitting in my DM. She okay, killed me. Shay, shout yeah, yeah, out yeah, Shay. Yeah. I'm with that. She, hey, you got to shoot your shot. Hell yeah. You got to shoot your shot. And look, a female that knows what she wants. I'm right. with it all the time. Why yeah. not? And it was, it was classy. She did like yeah. the hands up emoji. Yeah. Uh, I had a quote that I, you know, <laughs> I put up and she was feeling the quote. Um, and I was like, who is that? I'm like, oh yeah, it's the girl that I requested. I had one of my, my boys in town with his daughter. So we had a, a daddy daughter weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, host JD. I was busy. And, um, in the morning, I remember it was a Friday, uh, like 10 AM. I was like, let's just move this to text. It's like, you know, I yeah. hate DMing. DMing yeah. So I, I sent her a text. 10 a.m. Chicago time. We have the whole day, tour guide JD, we're out in Chicago <laughs> doing our thing. It's now 10 p.m. that same night. And my boy was like, whatever happened to that girl? Like, I thought you, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, we, I thought we had a good thing going. Like, yeah. you know, where's she at? 
and come to find out I text the wrong number. Shut up. I text, so 12 hours, the whole day goes by, and I'm like, damn, that's weird. Like she she's, hit you back. Either she's playing hard to get, or <laughs> yeah. she just like pump faked yeah. me, you know? And so, <laughs> and so I was like, he goes, check the number, and I had, I had the wrong one. I went back to the DM, I got the right one, and I screenshot the original message I sent at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, yo, I, I had attempted this. I'm not that guy. Yeah. And I was like, this is already getting off to like a weird start. No, so. but I appreciate that. Because okay. you owned your shit. Like, you yeah. fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, And you I didn't want up. her to feel the type of way. I totally messed up. And um, so <laughs> I, I was like, look, I, I, here, here you go. This is the original. And I was like, I'm just going to call her. Yeah. This is already off to a mm-hmm. weird start. And I didn't warn her. I just was like, you just I picked up the phone, 10 p.m. my time. So 8 p.m. in L.A., called her. Friday night. She How many answered. years ago with this? This is 2017. 2017, three, so three years, years ago. ago. So she answers. You know, and some like, oh, I don't even remember how she, but I, she's try, probably trying to play it cool. <laughs> we're going to have Shay on. We're going to, yeah, we're going to yeah, find yeah. out. Cause I've actually never asked her that. So, <laughs> so she answers and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. Sorry. Getting off to like a weird start. I just want to, I want to come correct. Yeah. You know, I just want to, I want to talk to you. I'm old school, you know, nineties baby, whatever. Um, growing up in the nineties, whatever it means. But I just want to hear your voice too, you mm. know? And we how talked sweet for, is that? come on now, come on now. So, <laughs> so we talked for, for six hours. Wow. And when I say we talked about everything, I was like, how you feel about marriage? Do you want to get married one day? Okay, cool. I'll jump first day. You want kids? Okay, cool. Hold on. Now, how old are you at this time? Um, 30. Okay. So you're 30 years. Damn, Justin. I was 30 and two months in. <laughs> so I was like fresh 30. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I've always, um, I've always dated with the intention of mm. marriage mm. obviously not at 18 19 right. whatever but like In your adult life but e- like even like 21 22 because again I, whether it was where i'm from how yeah. i was raised um what i was craving and missing mm. and we can talk about filling voids with people yeah. later yeah, we can uh but i just always had that narrative yeah you know and and i also kind of equated um success equaled like marriage mm. full-time job mm. homeowner wow that's definitely a midwest thing yes you know if you don't have all three of those you're not successful you Isn't know that interesting how we put these yeah and it definitely freaked me out because i yeah. wasn't married i had a child out of wedlock i have a, a odd job as a model wow. you know it's not a, the traditional yeah. typical job and I wasn't a homeowner. So mm. I'm like, am I a failure? But I'm happy in my life. And, and all good. my peers think I'm successful. And, and I kind of think I am too. So that's when I found out success is subjective. Yes. But anyways. 100% six. Everybody's, everybody listening right now. Success <laughs> is subjective to everyone listening. Yeah. What success means to me is completely different to what it means to you. Right. And that's completely. okay. Yes. That's totally okay. It's 100% okay. <laughs> People need to know that. Yes. Yeah, it is yeah. normal. Yeah. The success isn't what we see on this mass media or right. Instagram. It's not. Right. It's not. Don't be fooled, guys. And it's okay to have your own ideals of success. And it's okay to shed old ideas that you used to think was success. And it's yeah. no longer what you want as success as an adult or wherever you are right now. Yeah, because you should be growing and evolving. Yeah. You know, 100%. success at 18 years old to you at, at 18 is totally, yeah. totally different than 33. 100%. You know, you know so. to be honest... Success to me now is happiness, like internal happiness. (laughs) Yes. Like back in the day, it was like, I want this car and I want this and I want to, I want to book this job and I want to, right now it's it's changed. It's totally changed. Let's, let's go there. Cause it's totally changed. I'm talking about my wife later, but it's all good. We're married. You know, I I love her (laughs) (laughs) happily ever after. But, um, you know, success, that was again, really interesting to me because, um, 
in Chicago modeling, um, I have a lot of agencies all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm blessed to do this full time, right. which apparently is rare. It is very if, rare. Especially for guys. Hell yeah. Um, I, I just kind of felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I got a really nice car. I had a dope apartment with the view. It was like a postcard view mm. of Chicago. Three bedroom place, fireplace. I'm chilling. And something was chilling. missing. Yeah. And I'm like so funny you know they keep saying money doesn't buy happiness and here i was you know at that time the most successful i had ever been and i wasn't really that happy Mm. and then when i met shay i kind of thought that was my missing piece to the puzzle yeah and fast forward three years later we are um couple months like six seven months into our marriage yeah and i get that feeling again like "Mm, something's missing Mm. and now i'm like damn man come on man like you got the wife you got, you still got a nice car. You still, you still got a, a, a nice place in Chicago. Like why, why are you still feeling this way? Yeah. So I have a conversation with my therapist. Yo, can we shout out our therapist real quick? Please. Therapy. If you guys haven't <laughs> heard on win. every episode, please win. listen to the previous episode and the previous episode. Yeah. Therapy. Therapy for the win. Um, and I've been in therapy since I was like 16. It was, wow. it was like a, um, Remember they used uh, student counselors in Hell high yeah. school, you know? Hell yes. And and he, um, I stuck with him. He's kind of like a that's father, awesome. yeah, father figure to me. That's special. <clears throat> that's a gift, Justin. Oh man, I'm I'm oh, so that's blessed. Such a gift. Oh man, I, God knows where I'd be without him. And mm. and then I also got another therapist in in L.A. when I moved. And so I have this therapist. <laughs> I called him the uh, Michael Jordan of therapy. This, I like that. This guy had has a way of. Not necessarily giving you the answers to the test, to your own test, but letting you talk it out to figure out your own answers. Because that's going to be the most genuine way you're going to receive it. And then more importantly, apply it. It's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to actually apply. And so he had these just these gems he was throwing at me. And like, have you ever thought about this and that? I'm like, damn. So, So he hits me with this one gem. And this is actually on our episode. So I'll duplicate it, but it's all good. Um. And I told him, you know, what I was going through. I said, I'm married now. I got a nice place, car, everything's cool. You know, I'm financially secure and stable. I'm missing something. Mm. He's like, cool. Well, what is it going to take to make you happy? What does that look like for you? What does mm. happiness look like to mm. you? And I'm like, oh, well, you, you, uh, well, good. okay, hold on. <laughs> and I was like struggling. Yeah. I was really like, I don't know. Mm. And he said, well, guess what? Until you figure that out, you'll never feel complete. Wow. You can't have your wife try to complete you. That's not her responsibility. Mm, That's not her job. You can't have your friends fill that void. You can't Mm -hmm. have money fill that void. Mm -hmm. You can't have a car or any other materialistic thing fill that void. Only you can complete you. He tells me this and I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. Oh man. The first thing I thought of was I was like, I need to apologize to my wife, you know, cause I was, she, she used to tell me, you know, I feel like I'm not enough for you. I feel like I'm not you know, good enough for you. Mm. And I'm like, no, 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 you are like, you know, you, you're doing things I ask you to do. And she's like, yeah, but then you come back with something else that I'm not doing. Mm. And he, my therapist goes, because again, because you're not happy, anything you were to ask of Shay, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not right. going to last. So right. long story short, only you can complete you when it comes to if, if anyone's out there just feeling like, you know, especially during COVID, yes. come on now. 
um, first of all, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, I'm going to take my own advice because as we talked earlier, yep. like, I had a moment yesterday getting yeah. ready to launch this thing and I had, a, I had an emotional breakdown yeah. um, feeling like the imposter syndrome and like all this stuff. But, um, you know, I have to take my own advice, which is um, you can't be that hard on yourself. You can't. And also you don't know unless you try. Mm-hmm. And whether that's you getting into a relationship, you starting a new business venture, um, you know, you moving, whatever it is, you don't know unless you try. You don't. And what is the worst that could happen? Yeah. And what's crazy is like, we all know that <laughs> yeah. we're not curing cancer. here. No, like, that's like a not. common sense layup thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, for some reason, you know, cause the mind is a powerful thing we get in our heads. It's our ego. And it's the men. Yes. The ego for Women sure. Too. Don't get it oh, okay, twisted. Okay. 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 Justin, my ego used to be wild. I'm here to learn. I mean, I've, I've worked on my ego, but women have ego too. We're human beings. Yeah. I know the male ego is a different monster, but yeah. women have ego. I definitely had a, I definitely had an ego. Yeah. Is that the athlete in you? You think? 100%. Or, okay. Okay. A hundred percent. But I also think it's just human life. I think mm-hmm. it's a human mind. I think it's the, the human mind wanting to be great, seeing everybody mm-hmm. else have all the things. And then the ego starts to kick in. Why aren't okay. you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? That's yeah. the insidious side of your ego, right? Because now it's right. like bringing you to this misery yeah. and the madness instead of like the ego where it's more pompous and like narcissistic, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's yeah, two yeah. different sides of your ego. Totally. I studied the ego totally. after this last kind of like depression I dealt with. And mm. I was just really, really, really humbled. Mm. By killing the ego. Yeah. Ego death is, it's hard. Hmm. But I think once you can control your mind yeah. and you can talk to that ego, the other person in yeah. your head that be telling you, yeah, yeah. yo, Justin, why are you, why are you doing this? Why? Like all that questioning, all that yeah. overthinking. Yeah. But see, it, it also, and I've realized this too yeah. with, with all the work I have and continue to do. Same. Because your boy's definitely in uh, Work On Me University still. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> sign the, up. That's like a lifetime enrollment. <laughs> Everyone needs to sign you up for that saying? class. Um, but the one thing I realize more than ever is uh, it, it, to me personally, I just feel like it, it comes down to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. If you're not self-aware, you need to check your ego. Yeah. If you're not self-aware, you need to check your emotions. Yes. If you're not self-aware that... <laughs> You keep making the same mistakes mm-hmm. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You only have one person to blame. Literally one person to blame. So when I figured out the self-awareness tip, <laughs> it, it made so, so many things make sense. Yeah. And especially in like the relationship world and not just with my wife, but my friends, mm-hmm. you know, with, with my daughter. Yes. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that I like assumed she either knew or, um, or she didn't know. Except right. kids, man, like my daughter's 12, she'd be 13 coming up. I mean, you met her. Yeah, she's she, like beautiful. that age is like it doesn't even do her justice because no. she's like thirty. Yeah, I mean, she's, like <laughs> she's a special one. It blows my mind. She's so special. But yeah, the the more I was aware of you know what kind of father I wanted to be mm. in relation to what type of father I was actually showing and giving to her, what type of husband I knew I wanted to be, and what type of husband I was actually giving to my wife, friend, son, uncle, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. But yeah, self awareness, man, is. Uh, if anyone's like, where do I start on this whole journey of becoming yeah. the best version of yourself? A hundred percent self-awareness and be honest when you're self-aware. Yes. And what I found, especially with men, we're lazy. It is what it is. We are lazy. <laughs> and, and I'm sure most of your audience is women. So you're welcome. Yep. Men are lazy. You heard that, ladies. You heard it here first. Come on now. I'm just going to tell the truth. Like, like <laughs> Men are lazy. And the other piece of it is is the ego. Yeah. So not only are we lazy and we have a big ego, mm. therefore the work never gets done. Right. But someone 
told me recently, when the work works. No, I know who says this. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When the work works. It's so true. It's like when you go to the gym and you're trying to lose this holiday weight or now COVID weight, right? You know, you're trying to, you're trying to shed some pounds. When you start to see results, oh man, I'm looking good. These jeans now fit mm-hmm. finally and this mm-hmm. shirt's hugging tight. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's the work working and you yes. become addicted to that. 100%. The problem when is what happens when you're working on yourself is it takes a lot longer than a couple weeks in the gym. <laughs> Hell, it's forever I mean, work. And and just to see the work working, it could take a couple years depending on your starting point. Totally. And because of that, that's why I go back to men are lazy. People are lazy, but definitely men. And, 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 and if there's a guy watching this, bro, let's keep it 100. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. Yeah. And the other reason, uh, you know, that men struggle, I think, with the self-awareness tip and, and that self-work is because we don't think we, it's not us, it's you. Mm. And when I say you, I mean women. Yes. It's not me, it's her. Women do the same thing. Mm. I have homegirls right now that are posting about all the men that, the men don't do this, men do that. And I'm like, okay. in my head, I'm like, but baby girl. You're not you perfect don't do either. That either. Yeah. You don't do that. So why are you expecting this right. man to do these things when mm. you don't even do that for yourself? So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cool. parallel this Let's with keep you. It men and women, like, cool. y'all might be a little more, more. Off, yeah, I know, but like I know. we be doing the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But you know, you, what I've realized in, in, in quarantine, and I had to be careful when I was talking to my friends um, about this, because <clears throat> I realized that I was talking to the people that are actually going through it. Yeah. Quarantine, I think, did a lot of things for people. But the one thing it really made people do is take a hard look in the mirror with mm. with no distractions. Mm. That's There's, the key. You don't you're not you're not driving to work and nope. then you're in the office or hanging on the weekends for happy hour or That's living so for true. the weekend. You're not really traveling. You're not so partying. You, there's no distractions. Yeah. The only the only distraction you have was social media. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't live on that thing all day. So a lot of the distractions were taken off the plate. And what happens is again, this is personal experience, when you take a lot of the distractions away and you have only one thing to look at, which is yourself, Mm. that's a very hard thing to do. To take that hard look in the mirror, and I call it an inventory check, like, what am I missing? What do I have? What am I low on, right? And let's let's balance it out. And I just find that a lot of people couldn't do that. And these are my friends, you know? And and again, also, like I said, just just reflecting back to, to me, when I had some downtime with work, when I wasn't traveling, you know, I knew like something was off and I'm like, eh, I'm good. And let me throw this distract, this yeah. distraction in front of it. Or worst case scenario, let me throw this girl in front of it, mm. you know, cause I would try to, Ooh, I, felt that. Uh, I would try to, you know, fill voids with people. Yeah. I would try to distract myself from what I needed to work on with people, Yeah, you know? So again, that, that hard look in the mirror is something that I have found difficult. Luckily I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm okay and comfortable and honest about it. But I think a lot of men and, and women, mm-hmm. you know, are really struggling with that. But newsflash, cause a lot of people are like, man, JD, you know, you look like you have this great life and you're you know, happily married and you got a beautiful little girl and yes, 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 yes. to all those things. But don't think it doesn't rain in, in my household. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think there's not bad days because yes. there is. And yeah. a lot of the um, things you the highlight reel, we'll call it on yeah, social media that you reel, see, 100%. is coming from all the work that 
I and my wife have done individually mm. and then collectively with marital mm. therapy because yeah. that's also a, a gem in itself. <laughs> um, it comes at work. Nothing comes easy. And I think a lot of people just, we don't have patience anymore. We don't. Again, the distraction tip. And then also like, again, if, if it takes too long to see results, you're like, I give up. Mm. And then you start to tell yourself, you, you believe your own lie, you know, so which is, right. which is just like, I'm good. It's not me. Or she was crazy or he was tripping. He wasn't ready to settle down anyway. It's like, maybe he was just not with you. Yeah. Period. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, shit, you know? it's fine. <laughs> so let's keep, again, you know, it's just keeping it real. So yeah, I, um, that's, that's just, just, and, and I'm on, again, this is only from personal experiences. Yeah. I do not know it all. I just know it works for me. But this is the beauty of you, Justin, because this is why who can relate is coming to life. This is yeah. why you're birthing this project because yeah. you can relate to so many people. Yeah. We all can relate in somehow. Totally. We're never alone. I want everybody listening right now and watching Thank this you. to understand that Thank you. you are not alone. Like sometimes when we're in it and we're in the dirt and we're sinking, we feel like we're alone. Yeah. Maybe. Put on a podcast, <laughs> put on who can relate yeah. so you can understand that you're not alone. That's exactly why I created it. Yeah. And there, there's an about me. You guys can watch now. It's up there because, you know, you have a great platform and a lot of people know Thank who you. you are and stuff. And I feel like for me, they don't they don't really know. And if and if they do know me, they know me as a model and yes. then obviously a father because I've been one for 12 years. Yes. And then now they know me as a, as a husband. But I felt like I need to explain to people not only a little bit of a backstory and more context as to who I am, mm. but how I got to where I am mm. today. And so, you know, I, I talk about that because growing up, I always felt like I was alone, right. whether it was growing up mixed, yes. being raised by, you know, a That's white a whole mom. other episode. It's a whole other episode, you know, yeah. but with with a white mom, I felt like she couldn't relate to what mm. I was going through. Whether it was growing up an only child, I wow. felt like people, I had no one to talk to. And even if I did, I felt like they couldn't relate to what I was going yeah. through. So I had all these, these like thoughts and these feelings and I would suppress them Wow! and then they would they would show up in bad relationships mm. again with women and friends mm. um and even family members for, for that matter um if my mom and sister ever see this I'm sorry <laughs> you know you, you guys know I'm sure it's been difficult yeah. but um but yeah so when when I when I thought about like I can't be the only one mm-hmm. <laughs> like like again and that's why I say everyone is going through something yes. but no one wants to talk about it until you hear someone else talking about it first. If someone's listening to this podcast and they're like, me too, I'm going, yeah, yeah, oh man, I can relate. It's the best feeling. Hence the name, who can relate? Because yeah. I'm like, I can't be the only one <laughs> no. going through this. And and I also just wanted to make it very clear. People you know, who are watching this or see our social medias, they're like, oh wow, they're, he's handsome and she's beautiful. It's like, I, I yes, and we're blessed. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean our life is perfect. Hell no. And I'm actually like, this is like, uh, it, it hits a nerve for me, man. Because I'm like. Let's talk about this because I, I can talk I, about I, this. I'm tired of the shit. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Like people are like, what do you know? You're good looking. You have a beautiful wife. You have a beautiful daughter. It's like, yeah, I may have more opportunities in some way or shape or form in some realm of life. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I don't have my own shit that I'm going through yeah. or that I have my own disadvantages. Now, I'm not being insensitive. So if anyone watching this, keep watching it. All You're I'm not saying, being insensitive at all. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Like. It's your experience. Yeah. It's true. I, I, I'm, and that's why like, I wanted to peel back the curtain yeah. with this show to let people know I am going through it as well. Yeah. Like I am still learning. I am by no means complete and, and like wanting to be. I don't yes. want to be. I am, I am an avid, obsessive learner. Yes. I read a book a month. <laughs> like I'm trying no. to figure it all out. People are judging by 
the cover of your book, yeah, which is this you. exterior, right? Totally. They're judging Justin. They're judging Letitia yeah. by what this looks like, our outside. And I think yeah. this is the problem with our world. Right. This exterior world versus our interior world. Mm. There's two different worlds, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And if your interior world is not where it needs to be, I don't care how fine or beautiful you are. No. It does not matter. <laughs> you could be literally dying inside like me. I was dying inside yeah. in March. Like. Yeah. Like, honestly, people mm-hmm. also project onto you, Justin, I'm sure. Totally. Those insecure men who aren't yeah. attractive or aren't good looking or for whatever re- reason feel inferior or intimidated by your yeah. beauty. Yeah. That's their problem. It's right. Not your, it's not yours. Because you know what? Another thing, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Who is one to say what's beautiful? Right. It's a back or to handsome. That, back to that successful thing. That's subjective. Right? It's all subjective because you're beautiful. Yeah. Like who, whoever listening right now, you're so fucking beautiful. Yeah. In your own individual, <laughs> unique yes. way. And we need more like you. Yes. <laughs> like, we want you to be you. We yes. don't want you to change anything. Man. Like you're so fucking beautiful. Yeah. And like the only reason why you might not feel beautiful is because you allowed somebody else's projections and insecurity to affect right. you. Right. Or you're looking at the mass media and you're this mainstream photoshopped world and it's not mm. real. No. It's really not real. You're so beautiful. Yeah. Like, Justin, people judge beautiful things mm-hmm. as kind of like I like to think of it as a trophy. Mm. Like you're a trophy, like nothing yeah. should be wrong with you. You're like right. the prize. Right. Do you understand that I cannot work with any man that tries to hit on me? Like mm. any man that I've ever worked with in my life, right. even now, yeah. always, always my lawyers, right? Um, partners, sure. Always coworkers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They always have some intention. You know how fucking annoying that is. Yeah. I, well, I don't know cause I'm not that <laughs> yeah. guy, but I'm, I can relate. It's to, obnoxious. Yeah. And I'm sure you can relate. Totally. And I also want to add to like full disclosure. Yeah. Up until maybe like six years ago, mm-hmm. I thought that my looks were enough. Mm. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm, I'm that dude. Yeah. yeah. And I feel that. there's no one else out there better. Yeah. Like that was my conceited, narrow-minded, <laughs> ego-driven self. Mm. And I realized the hard way that um, I got to bring more to the table than, than just my yes. looks. And, and that's like again back to that whole yes we may have an advantage like people may stop and look at we may you know attract um attention easier easier than maybe the average person right but but that only gets you into the door that's it that's it that's that is it and so when i realized that i'm like oh man like i gotta work on my character Mm. has nothing to do with my looks Mm. my integrity Mm. has nothing to do my Mm. word has nothing to do with my look. So yes. so everyone thinking like these quote unquote beautiful, because I say quote because it's, it's subjective. Yes. These beautiful people have these perfect lives. Like, no. They don't. That, I'm, I promise you. No, it's like it's like the whole situation <laughs> where we, we see a celebrity and we're like, oh, they're rich. They must be happy. Yeah. And with all due respect in the most sensitive way, there's a lot of celebrities who commit suicide. Yes. Their 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 bank account has a ton of zeros. Yes. But they're not. So I, I like I said, the whole like beauty equals like a perfect life. Stop it right now let me tell you i lived that life i've seen mm-hmm. celebrities i've lived in the celebrity world yeah i've been around the most richest people in the world yeah i've yeah. flown on private jets with right. the most richest people and they were fucking miserable like and i never understood it right and when i used to watch this woman be so angry every day and she had a beautiful house yeah. beautiful kids mm-hmm. 
auctioning off beautiful art. That was her funness, yeah. million, million dollar artwork. Mm. But she was not happy. Right. She was so angry. And money doesn't bring you happiness. No. It money helps. Money does not equivalent. It helps, yes, but it it's not the end It creates comfortability and right. finance is important. Sure. But it does not equivalent to happiness. No. It, I've seen it firsthand. No. And, and neither does beauty. No. Again. It does it, not. It doesn't, man. The like, exterior world is so yeah. <laughs> so small in yeah. correlation to your interior world. Right. And like we can go back to what you said. You have to become self-aware to yeah. work on your inner self. Yeah. And I think as a man, as a black man too, mm -hmm. it's so powerful that you've done this work. Yeah. Because you're going to empower and help so many other men that haven't reached this point yet. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, you should. Because, you know, I Drake says it best. Boo-hoo, sad story, black American dad story. That's how I grew up. Mm. My dad wasn't around again. Mm. And I was angry at him. And I had a lot of resentment mm. um, when I was younger and even into like my early 20s. Yeah. And... uh I, don't, I forgot who kind of, you know, turned the light on in my head about this, this different perspective of my dad. But they were like, look, you only get one. Oh, actually, it was my oldest brother. Mm -hmm. And he said, you only get one. And our pops is literally who the temptations were singing about. Like, he was a rolling stone. Wow. I mean, like, legit. Yeah. Crazy. He was that guy. Yeah. And so he's like, but you only get one. Mm. And then he started telling me about how my dad was raised mm. and what he lacked. Mm. And what his father lacked, and it's a lineage thing. Hell yeah. Okay. So when I got hit with that, I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm a father. Yeah. Am I gonna Yep. If I don't do the work. Yes. Am I gonna pass this down to my daughter and then future kids? Are you gonna repeat that pattern? Yes. Because it only gets re you're I know you like this one. <laughs> <laughs> you repeat what you don't repair. Mm. Facts. And so I'm like, I'll be damned if I repeat this. That's powerful. So I took that lesson from my oldest brother and the way I applied it was, okay, I only get one dad. You're right. But how can I learn from this only one yeah. dad? How can I learn from this only one mom? Right. Because they don't really teach. They don't really give advice. Right. That's just not in their nature. So what I did was I flipped it and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn from their mistakes. Mm. As I tell my daughter and I'm always honest with her, mama, I barely know what I'm doing as a father. Mm. <laughs> full, uh, just full disclosure. It's true. I, I'm not really true. sure how this goes. Yeah. Okay. I was 21, but I never left you. I'll never leave you. I'm trying to figure it out. Mm. You know, bear with me here. I'm worth the wait kind of thing. I said, but I definitely know how not to be a father because that's what I was shown. There's that, so much that's power what I was in that given. statement. Yes. And that translates to everything in life. I believe it's Maya Angelou who says, sometimes you can't change your circumstances. Yeah but you can change how you respond to your circumstances. I can't change my dad. I okay. can't change my mom. Those two people should not have had a child. Here I am. I always tell them I'm the best mistake you ever made. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I also have a share with my mom on it. But, uh, but with that being said, I was like, but I can change how I respond. Yes. I can take my dad's, um, flaws and, 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 and his bad qualities and learn not to do that. Yes. Same thing with my mom. Yes. And so that way I'm, I'm repairing mm. the parent in me and my lineage to my daughter and to my future kids. Yes. And that's back to self-awareness yes. though. 
because I could have easily used that. My dad was an alcoholic. My mm-hmm. mom smoked cigarettes. She doesn't now, but she did. I could have easily been like a drinker and a smoker. Yeah. My dad didn't give a shit about women. I could I could have been that guy. Mm-hmm. And I had and everyone would have been like, of course he is, because look at his parents. It's not right. his fault. Right. But I'm like, the hell with that. Wow. I'm dope. Period. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna work on my dopeness. Yes. Because the better I am, mm. the better everyone else around me yes. benefits. And that's how you take your power back. Yeah. And you exactly. took your power back. I took it back. Because it was it was like, it's it was in front of me and I, and I knew that. I, I always knew I had this potential, mm. you know. And, and I was like, how do I obtain this? Yes. And I was like, I can't go to my dad. I can't go. But I was like, oh, wait. But I guess I can go through the back door and figure out how yeah. they came in. How they came in. And figure it out. <laughs> right. So, so, and that, again, that's like. First of all, it's a lot of maturity because I, I, when I was younger, I didn't have that mindset. As I got older and matured, I, mm-hmm. I did. Um, but I was obsessed with the work. I was obsessed with like learning. I feel that. And and I'm like, look, yeah, you only get one dad, you only get one mom, but you only get one lifetime. So they say, there's a whole other yeah. conversation with yeah. you know where our souls go and stuff. Yeah. But but I'm like, damn, I, I, control. It's in your control. Yes. I'm here right now. I want to be a husband. Yes. I want to be the best father I can be. I want to be the best in anything that I do. And I know I got to work at it because yes. it does. You, you can't rely just solely on talent. No. You can't rely solely on looks. You can't. <laughs> you and it's do work. work. Do y'all understand? Like this is work. And I it's think a lot of work. That's why a lot of love fails nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's right. why there's a lot of absent fathers. That's why there's a lot of absent mothers, Man. a lot of divorce. Mm hmm. Because love is work. Love is work. And you have to choose love. Love is a choice. Yes. You know, it's such a choice. And yeah. I'm reading the book All About Love by Bell Hooks. And yeah. she talks on this. And that's why this idea of love mm-hmm. is lacking in America right now. Because of the work, the lack of yes, work. Yes, the yeah. lack of work. Mm-hmm. You know, but then it's also our society. Like, you have to work. Like, your nine to five jobs every single day just mm-hmm. to pay your rent or your mortgage by the time you get home, who wants to do more no. work? And guess it's what? Sad. The at-home work is the hardest work. Yes, <laughs> the at-home work takes more energy. Because you can Imagine leave work. Imagine if we could flip it. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if like yeah. work allowed you to like focus on self. Yeah. Where you could have that energy to bring home. Right. And create this loving space. Yeah. Work was loving. Sure. Home was loving. Sure. How much better would we all be? But all I'm, of us. I'm going to take it one step further. Come Imagine here. if they taught us that in school. Yeah. Why don't they? As a child, before you become an adult. Why don't they do that? I don't know anything from my fourth grade science class. <laughs> Me but I bet you damn well that if I learned how to self-love... Yes. That shit would stick with me to Could this day. Could you imagine day. that shit? So th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I love that's the quote. Wild. I love the quote. Self-love isn't selfish. It's important. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's vital. And it's if, essential. And if people, like, don't realize that, yeah. I promise you, you are you are doing more damage than good. Mm. Because, again, as I said earlier, the more you can love your... First of all, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. I hope everybody hears that. <laughs> like everybody listen to that's this. That's so much of it. It's true. If you don't know what works for you and more importantly, what doesn't work for you, mm. how is your partner going to know? Mm. And that leads me to Mr. Gary Chapman. I love it. Oh, we can talk about this. The love language doctor. Yes. We'll call him. Okay. The five love languages, guys, is a book. The, yeah. Talk about it. Uh, I want you to dive in because I love okay. hearing it from a male perspective. Yes. I think the, I think love from a male mm. in 
y'all's perspective is very powerful for Great. my audience to hear. No problem. So uh, the five love languages I would recommend to anyone, whether you're single mm-hmm. or actually, especially if you're single. Yeah. And I'll explain why. So the five love languages are number one in no particular order. Number one is touch, mm-hmm. a.k.a. affection. Yeah. Number two is quality time. Mm-hmm. Number three is words of affirmation. Number four is acts of service. And number five is gifts. Now, the way I was raised mm-hmm. was through gifts. Mm-hmm. My mom's number one love language is, uh, so um, this is important to make it clear, how you give and how you receive love can be different. Most of the time it's the same. Right. Okay. So you know how to love yourself, or at least you, you should. And then therefore you think everyone should be loved this way. My mom loved me with gifts and she thought everyone loves that because she loves gifts. Okay. Mm. You want to get in with my mom, buy her anything. <laughs> That, that's it. You could be, that's her love you could language. be the craziest person on earth. Yeah. Buy her some perfume. She'll love you till you kill someone because mm. you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's how I was raised. And so in these relationships at an early on age, when they weren't loving me with gifts, I'm like, they don't love me. Oh, wow. And that's how I would love them. Yeah. And I remember I had, I had an ex one time that was like, I don't need this stuff. <laughs> like, I just want you to sit down and let's watch a movie together. And yeah. I was like, that's it. I was, I was shocked. I'm like, but I, these shoes and this this jewelry and these flowers and they were like it's cool, but like that's what not, else? Mm. And that's I was like oh man. So when I got this book, which is proud the five love languages, which is I don't know maybe twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. fifteen sixteen. So you know four or five years ago, I was twenty eight, twenty nine, and it really rocked my world because it yeah. made sense for childhood again with my mom and how she loved me. Yes. And then how she wants and, and feels like she should receive love now. And then it definitely made sense of myself in relationships. Yeah. I will say this, not to confuse people, but this is an important context. Your love languages can change. Always. Depending on the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. So for example, my wife changed my love languages. My number one in that order was gifts. My number five now, the bottom of the list is gifts. Now it's words of affirmation. I love to be... Um, given support, mm. encouragement, you got this, you can do it, keep going, so on and so forth. I, that's where like I thrive in, but that's also what I give. And her number one love, love language is touch, mm. affection. Mm. Now, childhood is everything. We talked about this right. on my episode. I was never given love and affection as a child. I don't even, I have to turn a light switch on in my head to hold your hand. Wow. That, that's how far. And that's like the number one thing I'm working on right now. <laughs> Not only for my wife, but my, my little girl. Yeah. And so I want people to know if you don't know your love languages and if your partner doesn't either, it's never going to be sustainable. It's yeah. never going I to agree. last. Right. The more you can give your partner the answers to your test. Here you go. You're welcome. And then vice versa. Watch how beautiful your relationship, your marriage is. And again, even if you're single like that, that's why I said it's probably best when you're single because that's the best time to work on yourself. Because when Mr. Right, a.k.a. when opportunity comes knocking, you better be ready. Yeah. Yeah, you that. better be ready. Yeah, listening. You can't keep missing these opportunities because yeah. at what point is it shame on you? Mm-hmm. AKA if you're saying this to you, shame on me if you're yeah. saying that about yourself. So do the work while you're single with no distraction. Cause I also believe this, that when you're in a relationship, you kind of have to, it's like a 50, 50 thing. Mm-hmm. I only can own 50% of myself. Cause I want to, I'm going to give you a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. But my point is, is like, 
I still can't have a full selfish 100% version of myself right. because I'm married. Right. It's not fair to my wife and right. vice versa. So when you're single, it is 100,000% all you. Figure out everything. Yes. Do that inventory yeah. check because when Mr. Opportunity comes knocking, you're instead of going to be nervous, you're going to be happy. You're going to be smiling like, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm there in my Welcome. life. I'm literally there. Yeah. And it all comes back to self-awareness. What right. you just said right. is self-awareness. Yeah. As a woman... You have to know self first before yeah. you can even let any other man Mm-mm. in. No. And I, I was at fault. I, I, I didn't do the work. We and I was, I was attracting these toxic men. Yeah. I was losing myself in relationships over and over until this last breakup when I hit Justin. I was like, yo, this dude, bro. And <laughs> I'm thankful for that yeah. relationship, though, because he shifted me. And like I dove into the work hardcore. Yeah. And now... I'm flourishing and I, mm-hmm. I know what I want and I can mm-hmm. see it. I can feel it and I can be it and I'm attracting exactly yeah. what I want. And I'm still yeah. learning. I'm still mm-hmm. evolving. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was actually talking about with this guy that I'm talking to now mm-hmm. is about, we were talking about love languages yesterday. Okay. And he was like, I think I, I kind of have all the love languages. And I was like, I think I do too. We, we all do. They just yeah. rank differently. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I think it's such a beautiful thing. Once you know yourself, you're so aware of all the mm-hmm. things that you do like. And right. yeah, ranks 100%. Mm-hmm. But once you find a partner mm-hmm. that's on your a level of alignment, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, he like can fill up every piece of this love totally. tank. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he literally hits almost every piece. Yeah. And I can do the same for him. So yeah. like you said earlier on the podcast, when you're full mm. and you take care of self, you can take care of everyone else around yeah. you. You can give more. You can receive yeah. more. Yeah. Like it all starts with self. And to break it down in more layman's terms, yeah. would you start your road trip across country on an empty gas tank? No, bro, you can't. How do you, you think can't. you could start a relationship on an empty love <laughs> tank? Like it doesn't. Yeah, there's so many of us. I've done that shit. It doesn't. Man. I've and, done and, it. And I, I say this like it's so simple because I was the person that was like, it was rocket science yeah. back then. I'm like, I don't know how or what are you talking about? Or you're yeah. crazy. It's not me. It's you. And so, you know, failing, failure after failure, um, I realized that it came to a point where I was the common denominator. Mm. You looked at self and it I, was I, you. I looked at self in the mirror and I was like, okay, man. Are you going to be the man you want your daughter mm. to marry one day? Mm. Time to go to work. You uh, know, and, and it's the best work you can do. Yes. I, I, want pe- I don't want people to be discouraged. It is a lot of work. Yes, it is. Like, there, not I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's, it's a, a lot of grieving too in the it's, process. It's a lot of grieving. A lot of grieving. It's a lot of awareness. Yep. It's a lot Crying. I cry a lot. Emotion. Yes. And it's also a lot of very uncomfortable conversations. Mm. And mainly with like your parents. Oh, yeah. You know, because that childhood thing is like no joke. Because again, my love language was essentially like I was conditioned to them based on how my mom raised me. Mm. So I had to figure out why she had those, where that comes from. I had to figure out why they didn't work for me or in that order. And then I had to to process and, and, and channel like what works for me today. And then also learn my partners. So it's a lot of work. It's not easy. But guess what? This equates to happiness. And you can do it. You can do this. If it was, if I can do this, I, God help. Like I said, my mom and my sister, bless your heart, man. Both of you guys. Like, if I can do this, I 100% guarantee you can do this shit. I'll second that. Trust me. I'll second like, that. Trust me. So, but, you know, again, it's like a lot of people, if you're not aware that you need to do the work, they're like, man, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. And yeah. Like, okay. And maybe you are. 
Maybe you are. You know what I always say to people like that? Well, I don't actually say anything. I just say, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I don't want to project onto them. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, and I accept them to where they are in their life. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till they start this journey. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to happen. Totally. More than likely, it's going to happen when they hit rock bottom or something. They right. lose something or right. they have a loss or they yeah. heartbreak or yeah. they lose a job or they go broke. Something's going to shift in a person's life that's going to make them uncovered. Uh, I'm raising my hand. If you guys are, are listening and not watching, I'm currently raising my yeah. hand because that was me. Yeah, me too. And Mine was heartbreak. What was yours? Um, I was depressed too. I kind of hit rock bottom, but mine, mine was just, um, I wasn't, I wasn't receiving what I thought I deserved. Mm. You know, like I was very clear on what I wanted and I wasn't getting it. I'm like, what's the problem? And I, cause I was, I kept trying to take these shortcuts. I didn't want to go the long way. Can't take shortcuts, man. And I also think I kind of have this theory and I wonder if it's true. And and, and if anyone watching or, or listening, feel free to comment or, or or write in the the reviews. I personally think that men only change for two reasons. Let me hear this. One of two reasons. Money and women. Really? I personally think men only get their shit together for money or for a woman. What about self? I don't think men do it. Wow. That's I, interesting. I mean, this personally. so interesting. Yeah, and I may get killed by all these guys <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I mean, but again, this is, I'm speaking from personal experience. So my quote unquote rock bottom was when I had failed relationship after failed relationship, mm. when I um, kept being told the same negative things from my exes, you know, and the girls that I would date. And I'm like, damn, like, what the hell? Mm. And not that I changed necessarily for like that particular woman time after time, right? As a collective whole, knowing what I wanted to attract in my future wife before I was married. I was like, I need to get my shit together yes. because the wife and the marriage that I want, which by the way, is something I've never seen before in person. A lot of us, a Maj- lot of us have majority seen of my family is not necessarily quote unquote happily married. Yeah. Okay. Same um, so I never saw it. I saw it on TV. I saw it in you know movies yeah. or TV shows. So I was trying to create something I've never even seen before, mm. but I was like, I, I, cool. you know, but I, but I'm like, I know I can do it. And, and so that was the, the catalyst. That was the spark for me. And I was like, I need to get my shit together for yeah. my future wife. Because wow. again, that's why I said when, when Mrs., in my case, Mrs. Opportunity came knocking, I was as ready as I was going to be, mm. but I was very um, transparent with her. And I said, I'm still a work in progress. Like, just so you know, like I, I just on this, this new road, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like I'm getting it together. You know, timing is everything. Yeah. Just, just bear with me, but yeah. I promise you I'm worth it. And so with that being said, like, I just personally believe that men change for money and they change for women because it's, let's let's take the money aspect of it. I think a lot of men equate success and becoming a man to financial gain. Totally. I agree with that. And that's sad because you can provide financially for a woman, but if you can't provide for a woman emotionally Mm -hmm. or just, or just Mm -hmm. accountability, what are we talking about? Nothing. What 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 are we actually talking about Nothing. right now? <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I think men have, um, quote unquote, becoming a man backwards when it comes to like it, it equates to money. And yes, you need it to. Does. And in a way, it does, right? But like again, I can I can buy the house and I can buy the car and I can send our kids to private whatever school. But if I'm checked out emotionally with you and there's no connection, are we going to be happily married? No. 
And, 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 and it's honestly because of this patriarchal system that this society has created the system to be for you men. Yeah. Like you guys have no choice. You guys are literally forced to feel and to believe that mm-hmm. you have to provide. Sure. You have to make all the money. Sure. This is what you guys see. This is what you guys were born and raised in. This is what your dads and yeah. their dads were mm-hmm. thought. Like y'all had to be the breadwinners. Y'all, this totally. is, you know, I don't, I don't like blaming gender. Mm-hmm. I like to, I like to really think about why. Like mm-hmm. I always like to peel, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we in America specifically, I can only yeah. talk about America because this is where we were born and raised. Mm-hmm. We're, we're born in this patriarchal system. And sure. this is the ideals that you men have had to live up to since you mm-hmm. came out of your mother's womb. Like, yeah. And, and, and that's why I question like, so what happens with the stay at home dad? Literally. Like he's providing a, somewhat of a financial service by saving um, yeah. daycare and or um, a babysitter or a nanny. Yeah. But it's like he's not the breadwinner. No. So is that man not successful in his life and in his marriage or in love. his fatherhood? I know two of them, and they're really happy. You know what I'm saying? And they're beautiful men. Yeah. And so they the, love their wives, yeah. and that family's beautiful. Yeah. This whole idea is like is like out the window. But it, I, I want to talk to you. Um, it's still going to be on subject, but it made me think of this when what? I said the breadwinner. Yeah. How many women? And this, I mean, this is a general question mm-hmm. to you. How many women are out there? who are very successful financially Mm -hmm. and they're single and they have a hard time dating because they keep attracting this man who is too insecure within himself to find his role in this super successful, I'm going to say HBIC people don't know head bitch in charge. Tell them. So if, if, like, is that, is that like a real, cause I had this conversation at dinner like Hell the other yeah, day that's a thing. and I had, it was two really successful women and they were single and they're like, I can't find a man that's like knows his place with me. Cause they're like, I, I'm not going to make more than you. I don't know what to do now. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? It's intimidating. I blew my mind. It's so true. I dealt with that. Mm. And then with my situation, because I've dated a man of wealth too, that, yeah. that that's also another thing that it's scary. These men feel like they have to live up to what I used to have. Sure. And then I, I have my own. I don't. Technically, I don't need a man because mm. I can take care of myself. And that's hard for a lot of men to know where to fit in with that yes. in your life. But the sad part is, is these men think that's all I need you for is finance. Right. Because that's all that they were taught all of their that's life. That's all they've seen. Yep, to do. But baby, I don't want that. I, know. I got my own. And men yeah. don't know. Men that aren't conscious, men mm-hmm. that aren't aware, men that haven't done the work, right, right. don't understand that there's so much more to yeah. a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I want a partner that has his own, because I want my own, and then we can build a fucking empire together, together right? right? That B right. and J shit. Like, I'm low key. Like, it's two individuals. Mm-hmm. This autonomy. Mm-hmm. I'm working on mm-hmm. this right now. Okay. This autonomous idea where this idea of love mm-hmm. is bell hooks this is a bell hooks quote Mm -hmm. it's two people that uplift and encourage spiritual growth Mm -hmm. and encourage autonomy like i want you to be you and fucking fly and and do yes and i'm gonna go over here and do the same right and then when we come home like we doing the shit together right that actually makes sense to me that should be normal but we don't live in that world where we've seen that. Right. So these men that now mm-hmm. see us as successful women, because thank God, I just want to say I'm so happy to be alive in this time, in this generation where oh, women man. can make money, yeah. when women can own it's shit never and run shit. Yeah. No, like, and mm-hmm. it's it's such a beautiful gift for us females right yeah. now. But men, y'all got to learn that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you want a woman with their shit together? Well, here's the thing that men really have to learn. It's a new day. 
Yeah. It's a new day. Let's get up with the times, baby. <laughs> and, and that's back to what, what I was saying about like, you know, I just think my looks were everything. Yeah. I think a lot of men think their their bank account is everything. Yes, and it's like, and what it's happens not. when it's not? Look, I left one of the biggest bank accounts. You know what I'm saying? Happily, too. Like, what's your game? No pun intended. What, <laughs> what's your game looking like then Real when talk. we take money off the table? It's like, what else do you have to Nothing. offer? Nothing. And, and I just, and that, so it blew my mind. And the other thing that these two, um, these two women, um, beautiful, successful women were telling me is that the last thing I want to do, yeah, I'm head bitch in charge at mm-hmm. work. The last thing I'm trying to do is be HBIC at home. Yes. Come on, man. Like, and, and I was, I was laughing as I'm laughing now. Cause I was like, what? And I was yeah. like, well, it's different. It's a different guy, you yeah. know? Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Like, let's yeah. get it. I'm, I told Shay that again, that first conversation, like I want to build an empire mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I also think too, like what happens in, so, so let, let's also give another um, scenario. What happens if you're dating someone, let's say you're at, um, the man is making a little bit more, mm-hmm. but then throughout your relationship, the woman gets promoted and promoted and mm-hmm. now she's making double what you're making. Mm. That's interesting, right? Mm. But here's the thing. It's a shift. It's still back to self-love. The yeah. person, the man that these women are dating or, or lack thereof because of their financial status because the man doesn't know he's just insecure yes that's all it is he's just insecure that and all ge- it boils down to and guess what he will never show you that he's hurt and he's insecure mm. because of his ego yeah so instead he's gonna flip it on you yeah and he's gonna blame you for some <laughs> shit been there <laughs> he's gonna blame you for some shit that you're like wait what <laughs> <laughs> word that's how you okay that's also called manipulation yeah and Listener. narcissism yeah you can't make sense out of crazy no if you're not crazy tell with that so I want, you know, women to know, like, look, <laughs> there's a lot of self-aware, self-confident men out there who mm. can handle you. Mm. And guess what? In all your success, mm. Mm. tell them all your success and honor it and honor you and appreciate yes. you and, and uplift you. Yes. Like, don't <laughs> again, it, like I hate, I hate to have these reactions, but I'm like, what the what is going on? Yeah. It, like, and that's why I said I take a lot of pride. Is like not just a black man, but a man in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I take a lot of pride in like trying to help these dudes out out here. And and again, I, I'm not Doctor Phil. No, and I'm not Steve Harvey. But you're just Davis. But I'm the younger Doctor Phil. Yeah, and I'm probably the better looking Steve Harvey. <laughs> so I'm just trying it's to true. I'm trying to help these dudes out because I was there. Yeah, and I I I'm so in love with my life mm. now and I know it's because the work that I put in yeah. and I'm finally you know I have what I f- desired yeah. and what I felt like I deserved mm-hmm. and so that like women there's hope out there you just we we talked about this that Alina Baraz quote oh you're, you're not asking the wrong things you're just at, you're just asking the wrong person that's the biggest, <laughs> truest statement. Ever. So, so don't be too hot on yourself. If, if you are a super successful HBIC and you're out here dating these these insecure men who are, their egos are way too big for their own good, it's not you. It's not you. It's them. Ladies, <laughs> what, what do you feel about this? I think Justin's going to be on the podcast. Let's oh. bring him on like once a month. What do you feel about this? Once a month. Yeah. Th- we, th- we talked about this a little bit. We're going to call it. Girl, Girl he, he got us. Yeah. What are you, you with it? I'm, I'm totally down, man. I'm, I, and like I said, you know, like I, I just want to help people. Yeah. Like men, especially because I can relate to them one on yes. one. And then, you know, women as well. I want to learn. Yeah. That's actually like, hopefully I can bring some insight to women on, on the show. But like. Oh, I, you will. You I, brought insight to me. 
Yeah, but I, I want to learn. Yeah. I want to learn about women because... That's so cool. I have obviously my wife, but my daughter. Yeah. I understand that there are things I will never understand as a father to a daughter, mm-hmm. but I'm here for it. Yes. I'm here to learn. I'm going to try to do my shit the best that I can. That's how he got us. You know what I'm That's saying? That's how we're going to start this segment. We're going to go... We're yeah. going to maybe do it like a Thursday. I don't know what what schedule yeah. ladies everybody listening fellas mm-hmm. but we're gonna do a segment girl he got yeah. us with justin and i think what we should do too is you know because you and i can can talk all day yeah. but, but again i want to help people so i feel like you know and if you guys are watching this i'll look, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at my camera I, I want i want you guys to let us know what, what you want us to talk 100%. about like like let us know from the guy from the male perspective like if you have questions about anything yes. or or you know whatever the situation is because um I feel like I, I got some insights. I feel like yeah. I got a little something to give, and um, you know, so for whatever it's worth. But yeah, I, I want to know. If, I want to know from them yeah. because I, I really think that there's a lot of things out there that are um, needed. Yes, hundred percent. And maybe we don't know. You yeah. know, so so maybe maybe they can. There's tell so us. much more. I mean, we're we're always learning, and I'm always yeah. learning from women. This is why yeah. we I have this platform. Yeah. So honestly, ladies and fellas listening, mm-hmm. you can follow at girlwegotthis.co.co. Mm-hmm. Send us questions. Yeah. Send us whatever questions you want whatever. answered. And I'm going to ask Justin and we're going to keep this yeah. as a monthly thing. And That'd I'm excited dope. about this. This is going to be fire. I'm, I'm hyped, man. This I'm, is going to be fun. I'm hyped. I, I, I think, you know, between you and I and, and what we've learned, yeah. with all the self-work we've done, um, you know, I, I was in a long distance relationship before, um, before my wife and then, mm-hmm. and then my wife and I were long distance, mm. you know, I co-parent, there's a lot of things people can relate to. Yes. You're not alone. Yes. Um, so yeah, but I, um, cause I, I, I you're going to wrap up. No, I don't want to wrap up. I want to, oh, okay. I, I need right. like, look, we're going to have a part two to everybody listening to this because yeah, we yeah, could yeah. go on. Justin and I sure. could go on and on. I know we're about almost at an hour, Yeah, no. but I, I want to. There's so many aspects of you that we can touch on. I want to talk about sure. the da- your beautiful daughter. I want to talk yeah. about your wife. I want to talk mm-hmm. about you. I want to talk about this new creation. Sure. You know, who can relate? Because it's out right now. Everybody needs yeah. to go over there. But I know all the women listening right now, they want to know about the six-hour conversation that you had with Shin. <laughs> okay. Like, let's be 100. Like, everybody yeah. listening is like, okay, can we get back to the conversation? Yeah, I forgot Did about that. you know Shay was your wife after that six-hour conversation? No is the short answer. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I can tell you when I knew how I knew. Yes. And I can tell you exactly the reaction I had after we hung up. Okay. Tell us. Cause then there's going to be part two. Sure. So we talked for six hours on the phone and, and literally about everything. I was very forward. I was very direct. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women think that that's a red flag. I look at it as just a man who knows what he wants. And I'm so what does forward and direct mean? Like what were the questions you were I asking? I asked her, you know, um, if she wanted to get married, mm-hmm. if she wanted to have kids, if she would ever consider moving. Makes sense. Um, you know, at the time I was like, I don't see a way to leave my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd have to move to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, are you okay with my profession? Mm-hmm. Not, not that this is who I am, but it's what I do and, yeah. and it won't be forever, but this has been a problem in my past relationships. I basically like got it all out. So that way there was no crazy surprises right. down the road right. from the very first conversation. I love that. And she was asking me things too. And she was, you know, as intrigued and, and curious and, and, um, down to value each other's time because that's yeah. what I told him like I don't want to waste your time I don't want to waste my time that's either so beautiful you know so <laughs> yeah so we had this whole conversation and when we hung up I remember I had a thought that was like don't mess this up man mm. all the work that I had started to do all the um 
You're 30 now, right? I'm 33 now. So I was 30 at the time. Yeah, 30 at the time. All the nights I would manifest yeah. and I'd write in my, my gratitude journal and mm. all these affirmations and these intentions that I'd put out there. I was like, I had, th- this is her. Yeah. This her. This is her. her thing. This is her, you know, because it's such a, it's such a real thing because so guys know that it's her. Well, the self-aware men know self-aware that men. it's her Ooh, because we I know like what she that. looks like and yeah. we know what she embodies. And Y'all been and manifesting know, this. Totally. Um, so I, I had that realization like, yo, that opportunity, you hear the knock. Mm. Someone's at the door. Yeah. And she's about 5'3", Portuguese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah. Right here on his shirt, beautiful, <laughs> you know? sweet. But yeah. So I, and I was like, don't mess it up. And then moving forward, we had an a, a impromptu trip, a spontaneous trip to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, four weeks, I think, into knowing each other. It was very, I've never done this before. It was very random, mm-hmm. but it, it worked out. And, um, and I got like really crazy, like motion sickness. We did oh, a helicopter shit. ride with the yeah. doors off. Uh, and this is um, note to everyone out there who um, you're about to do a helicopter ride. And if the pilot comes to you and says, hey, guys, it's a little windy up there. Not really sure if we should fly. Okay. I'm down. But just letting you know, don't do it. Don't do it. Now, in my situation, we are we are newly together. We're four weeks in. Yeah. You know, as the man in the relationship, I'm like, what? Am, I'm looking at her like, please say no. And she's like, no problem. <laughs> she's an adrenaline junkie, like loves that shit. And I'm like, okay, like man, let's let's go. Yeah. You know. So, anyways, I got super sick. Uh, like vertigo was terrible. Jeez. I felt like my head was on the couch and my body was on the floor. Mm. And the way she took care of me. Mm. And when I say take care of me. Growing up, I, I had a, a, a really hard time trusting people. Mm. Anyone that got close to me or I allowed to get close to me left me, including my own parents. Fear of abandonment. A fear of abandonment. A lot of us have that. I have that too. Yeah. And so knowing that this was this was her, this was Mrs. Opportunity, mm. I knew how, how um, important... Uh, fragile, precious, all the above, the words. I just words. got chills. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew... I knew what I had in front of me. Yeah. And then the childhood boy came out in my mind and was like, be careful. She'll leave you. Mm. Don't get too attached. Mm. Prepare for the day where she decides not to be with you mm. or you decide. And it, and it freaked me out. And cause I was fighting this yeah. and I was like, no, but this is her. And then, yeah. you know, so it was like the, the devil and the angel on my shoulder type right. of thing. And so the way she took care of me, I, for the first time in a very long time, if not ever, I realized that I could trust someone Mm. because I had no control. I was so messed up off this helicopter ride. I remember I was in the the car that we rented and I remember I was so sick that for the first time in my adult ass life, I was like, I need to call my mom because I'm like that messed up. And you know, I'm in Hawaii. My mom's in Chicago. She can't help me now. And and so here it's it's oh, here it's Shay. Yeah, this inner child's coming out. This inner child. Yes. And the way, like I said, my mm. wife took care of me. Yeah. I knew I loved her. I knew she was the one. I knew. Um, mm. Damn, this is deep. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get it together. <laughs> oh man, I um, love this love. Yeah, this yeah, is love, man. Yeah, but I, I, I'll probably get too emotional. Yeah, tomorrow. it's but, okay. But again, um, it's just the way she took care of me is, is how, and and the way I knew I could trust her mm. with 
everything I had, yeah. you know, cause, um, and, and you taught me this, you know, when, when we were talking after your last breakup and, you know, you were saying how you were under construction at the early stages of that relationship yeah. and not everyone is, again, you taught me this, not everyone can hold space for you yeah. while you're under construction. I was under construction when I met Shay. Mm. And I remember thinking like, this is the right girl, but I don't know if it's the right time. Mm, timing. It's one thing to have chemistry with somebody. Yes. It's another thing to have the right timing. Yeah. And timing is everything. Everything. And so here I am with Mrs. Wright. This is her mm. future Mrs. Davis. And I was like, I just don't know if it's the right time. But again, the way she, I knew I could trust her. It was like, it was it. Wow. But that's what I mean by like, that's because I knew what I wanted. Yes. Um, that's because I was so self-aware and, and um, self-conscious mm -hmm. that I knew it was her. Yeah. Because, you know, her and I, we talk about this a lot. Um, if we were to meet early on in our lives, you know, like say five, seven years mm -hmm. ago. And I'm like, listen, I can't speak on behalf of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. 25-year-old yeah. Justin, you ain't about that life. Yeah. Because I, I, was not, I, I was not the, the husband 100%. you see today. You know, so timing is everything. It is. And, and also, you, you touched on something earlier, and, and I wanted to, to piggyback off it. You know, a lot of times when you have a really bad relationship, it's mm -hmm. easy to um, look at that as a loss. It's easy to, to blame that other person, you know. The last relationship I had before my wife was by far the worst relationship I've, I've mm. ever been in. And early on in my relationship with my wife, I used to always like kind of talk bad about my ex, mm. you know, and, and my wife would be like, don't, you can't talk bad about her. I you know, at, at, one, at one point you really liked her and you were really infatuated yes. with her and, you know, you in thought, every bad relationship, there is good. That's why you're with that person. Exactly. Period. And we were together for a year and a half. So yeah. like, I mean, there's time. there were times where it must have been good. Hella good. Yes. And, and so I remember like my wife was telling me this and, and then in, in therapy a lot, you know, I was trying to work it out. And, um, and I realized that I could take same thing with my dad. I could take so many of the negative that was in that relationship and learn from it. Yes. It's a lesson. And that like really changed everything for me. Yes. Um, another thing that really helped me too, um, <laughs> cause I, I, and my ex would, would hate to hear this, but this is true. Yeah. Um, ladies, you'll like this. <laughs> my ex was grooming me to be a groom. Mm. bless her Ooh. heart bless her heart Ooh. she was grooming me to be a groom wow. if it weren't for her yeah i probably wouldn't be the husband that i am today wow because i so it was so hard man it was that relationship was tough it was yeah. toxic it was ugly I, yes. I i had different sides of me i never even knew were in me it was mm. bad yes and again it's i know now what not to do same thing with how i parent how i father you know so Again, hey, there's so much power in that, but I can, I yeah. can, I can yeah. piggyback off of that and say yeah. the last relationship that I had mm -hmm. wasn't that long. It was maybe like five months mm -hmm. and it was not, it was a fantasy. We t actually, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. Y'all actually need to tune in on who can relate because yeah. we talk about this on the episode. Fantasy versus I'm going to end it right here because yeah. you need to chime in <laughs> on who can relate right now. Yeah. I dive in about my exes, my relationships. Mm -hmm. Justin is giving you hella gems throughout <laughs> the entire episode. Who can relate is live right now. It's live. Your baby's live. My, my baby's born. I'm fucking clapping Crazy. for this because I remember when we met a Thank year you. ago and I put you onto this podcast world and you were like, 
so inquisitive and so yeah. excited and now it's here and yeah. i know how you are you're very particular <laughs> you're you love what you love and you're yeah. not gonna do it until it's what you love and that's so yeah. beautiful i honor that because i'm the girl that's like that's fine let's roll <laughs> that's with it, it. Yeah, be right. <laughs> aquarius yeah. i'm just flowing that's just, me but i'm the aquarius, aquarius too. too i'm like the, so other aquarius. With the other side yeah yeah, yeah. so it's so cool <laughs> because now the whole world gets to see all of your hard work. I know how much hard work you put into it. Thank you. So I want to say congratulations. Thank um, you. Amen. I want to shout out Shay for helping you yes. become this incredible fucking human. I want to shout Thank out you. to you for doing the work and being Thank consistent you. and being such a role model mm. for men. Yeah. But to me as well, uh, you helped me through a time where I was a little fucked up. And mm. you you made me realize that there are good fucking men in this world. Thank and you. like I had hope in men when I met you that day. Because mm. look, my past in my men experiences, I didn't fuck with y'all for a minute. Mm. I was actually, I was a man eater when yeah. I turned 30, yeah. 31. I'm, I'm better now. I'm mm. a lot better now because of the work. Yeah. But when I met you, I was like, yo, there are good men out there. Mm. The way you loved your wife, the way you wear her on your shirt. Like, <laughs> thank you. You're you're an honorable man, so I just want to say thank, thank you. you for being you. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah, it means a lot because again, I I did put in all the work yeah, and man. for it to come to fruition. You know, it's just one of those things where I was like, man, like it is possible. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and and last but not least, you know, with with my show, like just so people know, like last night, I I had full disclosure, I had a full on emotional breakdown, mm. and the only reason I'm talking about this is because this is the first time in my life where I'm going to do what I love to do. Mm. Yo, isn't this wild even saying uh, this? Uh, it's, it's, we have emotional breakdowns choosing to do what we love to do. It, this is the scariest thing I've ever done. <laughs> wow. this, this is the most vulnerable I wow. will ever be well, so far. Yeah. Um, this is the most exposure that I'm, 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 I'm putting out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm scared to death. Like the fact that I'm so proud of you, the fact that it's out, it's like, I feel like my baby's born and like no one's attending to him or her. Mm -hmm. They're just laying there crying. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm hella nervous. Uh, I'm super scared, but I, I started this with the reasons that I gave you guys. And also if I can help one person, which you will. I'll do this show for the next 10 years. Hell yeah. That means we're going to have just in 10 motherfucking years. Cause I know you are. I, yeah. I know you are going to change lives. I hope, I hope so. Our episode alone, the episode with your yeah. wife and your daughter yeah. alone is going to change lives. And that, that's it. We, it's I, facts. Yeah. I just wanted to help people. Cause I, I was, yo, now you got 10 years. So uh, yeah. you just told the, yeah. you just put it right? out there. I, just, I set that bar. <laughs> yep, you so, set that um, bar. so if you guys are, if you guys are, you know, um, what's the the quote or meme that always is out like i don't know who needed to hear this or who needed to see this but for right now if you are listening and or watching mm. if, if if you're hearing this this is your wake-up call i yeah. promise you if you had that inclination of of you know what uh, something is is pulling me mm. something is bigger than me my, my boy troy hit me with this the other day he said your purpose is bigger than the moment mm. mm -hmm. and when that hits you run with that yes. shit <laughs> like don't block your blessings don't, don't hide it i've been i've been babysitting this baby now that's born for two years wow two years i have 10 episodes yeah. in the tank like everyone else is like jay release it when is the drop yo i've been waiting for when is the drop and i'm like it's not ready yet it's not you know <laughs> and i was like look september 29th like just i just got to get it done yeah. you know so anyways if you guys are hearing this or watching this like this is your message to just do it.
Do it. Just start it. You you might not know how you're going to drive, walk, or run down this path, but just fucking start. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, like, I'm now I'm hyped, okay? Because yeah. I was like nervous, but now I'm hyped, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, this this is it. This this is my calling. And I also, <clears throat> I want I wanted to say this too. It's very important that I'm on your show. Mm-hmm. I remember shadowing you that day. And I remember leaving and I called Shay right away. By the way, you should marry your best friend. If you don't know by now, like everything goes through Shay. Okay? Uh-huh. Marry your best friend. That's the <laughs> life hack of I all love life that. Hacks, okay. So I call Shay leaving leaving your show. And I'm like, babe, like this is it. But also, like, I'm blown away with with Leticia. Oh, I, I was you. like, I really want to do this. It won't be as good to start, but I just want to start. <laughs> but I, I was just you. like, and I remember just feeling like the energy that you give to these people and I you know you had two guests on that day and one of them was emotional yeah and it's just I remember Ingrid yeah that was a powerful podcast that was great and and what you did for her Mm. it was so contagious I was like oh my god Mm. so so what you do on behalf of women yes I'm a man but I have a beautiful little girl Mm. and I it's I also take responsibility that it's my job to do what I can to put in front of her beautiful powerful mm. women yes and so when you met her that was a big day for me yeah that was that was Aww. a really that was a really big day for Thank me you. because you know i you give her hope yes. you know anytime my wife's around her she gives her hope yes. you know and her mom as well um you know she i just want to surround her with powerful yes. beautiful women so again so what you do um and what you will do for women is a um it's a gift. Thank it's, you. it's really a gift. And, and we're all um, honored. You know, so. it's so cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. And it's a gift to be able to do what I love and then it be a gift to people. Right. Like, I love women. I know. I love talking to women. I could yeah. talk to you all day, Justin. Yeah, like, yeah. I love doing this. I know. I love sharing our stories. Yeah. I love helping. Like, yeah. we are very similar when it comes to that. Yeah. So well, thank well, you. well, you're welcome. But hence that video we did in a hotel room. Yo, I'm about to. Dr- oh, it's dropped. It's dropped. Yeah, yeah. I had this. <laughs> I, had, I had this janky like it wasn't even a tripod. I put my phone on the windowsill. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell. It happened. was literally in the hotel room. We're like trying to make it work, yeah. but we had this dope message. You can go yeah. on my profile right now and watch it. Yeah. And now we're here. And now we're here. Oh man. Now we're here. It's so crazy. I'm gonna. We're gonna stop this. We're gonna have a part two coming up, and yeah, it's yeah. gonna be called new segment. Ladies and gentlemen, girl, he got us yeah. featuring Justin Davis. Hey. His new podcast, his new show is out right now. Who can relate? Yeah. Our episode is out right now. He also has yeah. a very, very powerful episode with his wife and his daughter. Mm-hmm. Tune in. Tell yeah. them again one more time where they can tune in to see you. Yeah. So um, if you guys want to listen to it, it's on Apple. It's on Spotify, all their podcast platforms. Um, if you want to watch the the full episode, it's on YouTube. It's Just Davis, the number 88. It's J-U-S-T-D-A-V-I-S, the number 88. And um, my Instagram is Mr. M-R Just Davis. So, um, yeah, and it's an honor to be a part of the girl. We got this crew. I, I listen, I, I won't take this lightly. <laughs> I, I, I want all the women to know they're like probably territory right yeah, now. Yeah, You just entered the whole girl, girl it's, zone. It's, it's, you know, girl, we got this. <laughs> yeah. What's he doing? Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I promise you, I'm, I'm going I'm to do my, us. I'm going to do my part, you know, and my best to come correct. And I, and, and listen, I also want to learn. 
You know? We want men so, to want to learn, and yeah. we want men to help us. We need yeah. men to support us. We need more men like you. So Appreciate we thank it. you, too. Appreciate we welcome you. you. Our arms are open. Yeah. Our ears are okay. open. We're All here right. for it. All right. So we're going to see Justin next month, guys. Tune yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Who can relate? Yo, I go in on the podcast with yeah. him. You got to get in it. Yeah. I just want to remind you all right now, fellas and women, we got this. We do. We got this. We do. Thank Appreciate you so much. You. Thank you.